solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter Seventeen. A sluggish memory. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly. I'm Alex. And this is Potter, Potter Watch. <laughs> welcome back, y'all. Yeah, y'all. Welcome back. Folks. <laughs> Comrades. Wizarding folk. Uh, friends. Owls. I'm out. <laughs> Individuals in the community. Howling Commander. We are here. Subjects. Ooh. (laughs) We are feeling sluggish because it's chapter 17. Oh, perfect. What what a good transition. A sluggish memory. What did you rename this chapter? I renamed this. First of all, I would like to say that I think the sluggish memory is a good chapter title. Um, I renamed it um, Murdered Muggles and Meddled Memories. Yes. I wanted to do, I like the word muddled a lot. I just like that word. Oh. I was trying to think of a play on Morphin. Like, Memories Morphed. Memories Morphed! That's what I renamed it. (laughs) (laughs) There you go! Um, I actually renamed it The Crux of Memories. Ooh. Because we get the horror crux. Yes, yes. First mention. First mench. I mean, and what a mention it is. I do just feel like, though, that everything that is important about this chapter is, like, back-ended and kind of rushed at the end. Yeah, I, well, and I definitely feel like this chapter is in, like, two parts. Right. Which I never really like that. Like, I like when they link better. Mm-hmm. And um, Harry was just, like, too pouty to, like, analyze what was happening. Right. Although I thought he had a right pouty, but we'll get into that later. What did let's tell the listeners uh what happened in this chat with a five seven five. Um well Harry trudges on <laughs> in regards to the whole Malfoy same thing. Yes. Harry trudges on. Ron tiring of Juan Juan and most of Tom is gone Ooh, I liked your like weird tease in the middle I don't know what device that's called but like Tom trudges and what was the first what's the T in the first one oh Harry trudges yeah trudges Tom and tries yeah that's like that's like a cool little device you've done there. And rhyming. Yes. Mm. I didn't even notice the T's, the triple T. Triple T. Um my five seven five is Christmas ends no feuds. 
No one believes Harry's truths. Slugs, memories, skewed. I feel like the no feuds is a little bit of a lie. I said Christmas ends no feuds. So Christmas doesn't end in a oh, I thought you were saying like it ends and there's no feuds. And I was like, no, Christmas ends, no feuds, no comma. <laughs> Understood. Over and out. <laughs> um, yeah, so we already kind of alluded the, to this. Well, now it was a couple of weeks ago because we had the TV sorting in between. Oh, no, never mind. Cut we that. did this last week. Cut it. <laughs> I just edited the part two of sorting, so that's what I was thinking of. That's going in like currently this week, but recording wise. Yes. Never mind. Last have, I feel like we have some bucket. We have some like in the docket. We do, yeah. Um yeah, but so last week we talked about <laughs> Yes this whole food fight incident with purse right um yeah so I said I don't want to dwell on this too much because I don't want to get back in my feelings about Percy but he knows what he did and we know how I feel about it correct my only note was that obviously I feel bad for Molly and like no one in the family really knows how to deal with what's going on. And so like no right. one knows how to comfort her, which I'm not saying is their fault because like they're going through it too, but. Right. And they have to leave now, like to go yeah. back to Hogwarts. It's just, it's bad timing. They're also very angry at Percy. So they're not going to be like, it's fine. Like they're still like, right. no, he sucks. But like, they don't know how to comfort their mom about it. Right, like, how do you comfort them? You can't be like, your son's fucking evil and I'm sorry he's treating you that way because she gets upset when people talk bad about Percy. So it's just like, there's no way to fix it. The situation is that Percy is the worst, the end. Right. And I got mad. I said I wasn't going to get mad and there I am, mad. And I think Arthur feels the same way the kids do. So like, I just feel like Molly has no one to talk to about it. Right. I don't know who would be on Percy's side, but... Well, not you don't even have to be on his side, but everyone's too angry, I guess is what I'm saying, to like right. comfort Molly. Right. I drew a bowl of fruit at the top of my book today. How nice. Look, you know, I know that you love to see my little doodles. Little, is it like a sideways? Yes. Like an upside down. <laughs> it's tilted a little bit. It's <laughs> um so you again not to dwell on the line about Harry um looking for trouble or whatever. Oh my goodness. But I was gonna say he has a similar line that I actually really love in this chapter. Like I think it's really oh, oh. Love to hear, love to hear. Um, Mrs. Weasley's like, stay out of trouble. And he's like, I always do. I like a quiet life, you know me. Like, and there's a lot of t-shirts that say that. Yeah. So I just, I associate the two. There, like, there, there are a lot of t-shirts that say that. That I like the quiet life, you know me. I think so. Like Harry Potter shirts? Yeah. 
I feel like I've never seen a shirt that says maybe I'm making this up I mean I would want a shirt that says that listeners let us know I could just be wrong I'm gonna look it up I I think there are but maybe I'm wrong Oh, I wish more shirts had that on it because it it does two things, which is it disproves that quote that we hate, and it also proves Harry sass and sarcasm. That's actually, like a funny line. Yeah, like that's hilarious. You know me, love the quiet life. <laughs> Maybe I see it more on the internet. I don't know. I just feel like I also see this line. Like I knew this line. That's so funny. Like, a not, not a lot is coming up. There's nothing in shopping section. Oh, no. And I pulled up pictures. And I mean, there are, like, graphics with the quote, but, like, not a lot. Maybe that'll be our merch. <laughs> that will I don't just... know why this is, like, in my head is, like, a... I think you probably like the line and you and I do think people probably post about it like on the interwebs. Yeah I think I've seen posts because it's not necessarily like a line I would have personally like resonated with and been like oh yeah that line. Yeah. Well. Either way, I think it's a great line, and it's similar to the other one, but this one's better. <laughs> Agreed. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. You're welcome. <laughs> I think it's very sweet that Hermione gives Hagrid a little post-holiday visit when she comes back after the holiday. I know. I didn't even she really was like, I'm just back from seeing Hagrid I was like oh Herm that I feel like Hagrid really is her confidant especially when she and Ron aren't getting along yeah um I love me a sassy fat lady sorry I took a drink of water um same I was cracking up also, I have some cues about the new password. Oh. <laughs> abstinence. Well, I think she means abstinence. I know. I, yes, from like indulgence and like drink and imbibing. But I was like, pardon me, ma'am? You work with teenagers. So yeah. I don't know if abstinence was the best choice. I can just imagine a bunch of jokes being made in the in the common room by lavender well I think it was made for lavender if I'm honest <laughs> um I, well I've always had follow-up cues to like this getting the alcohol from other paintings like does that refill or is that like done forever now I think it must refill I do too I was thinking about this. Um, This made me shoot off into my world of fan fiction. I was like, ooh, this could be such a cool thing. It's like every year during the holidays, 
Dumbledore puts up like a real boozy portrait and they only have it for like that time of year just so they could all go to that portrait and celebrate but he has to bring it down because they really just um well friend of the show Laura was talking about when we asked her what profession she'd want to be like Mm -hmm. an art restoration person so maybe that's like part of that job is to like repaint the things that go the alcohol yeah maybe if you like take too much of it it starts to blur and age the painting (gasps) that's so interesting wow dude these portraits have the life honestly though like way better than being a ghost I think Oh, for sure. Would love to be immortalized as a portrait. Voldemort could have gone could have gone through this whole thing of not having Horcruxes. He could have just had someone paint a picture of him. Can you imagine him sitting for a portrait? <laughs> like with Nagini, like wrapped around him. Yes. That's Very a hilarious. <laughs> it was a boudoir um portrait. Please stop. I just keep thinking of like I this you won't know this but the listeners might I just keep thinking of like Squidward like posing for a portrait I don't know why when you say Voldemort posing for a boudoir portrait I think of like Squidward tentacles trying to get like a professional fancy photo done Griffin is giggling (laughs) um and then Harry trying to mediate again. Were you triggered by all of this mediation Harry's trying to do between Ron and Hermione? Well, his version of like trying to mediate is like, Hermione, can you just, and then that was it. And then she's like, no, I can't, Harry. So don't even ask. Because what really needs to happen, which obviously like kind of does, is like Ron needs to apologize and then Hermione should apologize for the birds, but, like, I think Ron needs to make that first move. Right, and she doesn't need to apologize for the birds. <laughs> no, I mean, I think she should. Like, if but they like, make amends, I think that's how right. right, but Ron can't even get his head out of his own tuchus and off of Lavender's mouth. So, right. like, he's, like, trying to pretend, like, everything's fine with Hermione, which is an interesting strategy. Um, instead of just being like, yeah, I was an asshole. Yeah, I don't get it. It makes me really annoyed at Ron. This has not been Ron's best book, I'm gonna tell ya. Yeah, but he almost dies, so. Next chapter. I know, but I know it's not comical, but because of the way the movie does it, I never, like, and because I know that he lives, I never take it as, like, a serious threat to his life. Right, me neither, but it is kind of, like, it a is scary. karma. No, yeah. It was a really harsh karma. Oh, yeah. I don't, I wasn't nervous when I was reading because it's, like, in the middle of the book. And, like. Right, they're not going to kill Ron Weasley this way. But, they, but, like, even when Hermione is in a coma in the second book, you kind of know that she's not going to die. But I am stressed and worried about Hermione. I'm sad about it. And I don't give Ron that same respect here. 
Well, I also feel like it's resolved so quickly in the book. Like, it's only a paragraph where he's, like, literally dying. Yes. Where Harry has to get the bazooka. Um. Okay, now I get frustrated with Hermione, too. Because Harry tries to tell her about everything and she's like well what if well what if and it's gotten to the point where her what ifs are way less plausible than what she's trying to convince harry is plausible logically so it like really annoys it grinds my gears except for the first part which is like the snape part of it because right but i'm talking about malfoy i know i know but i my note was like literally harry every single person you've told this to has said the same thing about snape uh right and he's so mad about it and i'm like i understand you're mad but like every single person everyone you respect has said the same thing (laughs) not about the draco stuff about um snape because i don't think anyone really I do. I don't think anyone's taking the Malfoy stuff seriously, and I think Lupin and Arthur were like willing to admit, like, yeah, it sounds like he's up to something, but what could he possibly be up to? Kind of mentality, right? But I do think like not taking Malfoy seriously again is endangering students' lives. Like, it's not. It's not like Malfoy was like, oh yeah, I played a trick on you today like this is not standard Malfoy bad deeds here yeah but they I mean I at least for Arthur and Lupin I I I wanted to talk about Hermione too but for Arthur and Lupin I think that their reaction is like fine like they're like yeah and I also don't think Harry was focusing on Malfoy with them anyway which was like a fault on his stars yeah Um, well yeah well he was trying to get Arthur to look more into Malfoy right and oh, he did. It was like I, I did try, so um, I think that was fair. But yeah, Hermione, I think it's interesting. I guess she's just in such hard denial. She like really doesn't believe it, or doesn't want to believe the Malfoy thing. And I, I guess it's like out of fear. I don't know. It's a little. I think it's just because Harry wants it to be true so badly. It, like, annoys me, I think, more because it reminds me a lot of Hermione with the, uh, in the seventh book, with the Peveril, Deathly Hollows symbol thing, where she's like, don't worry about that, it's not important, you're reaching, and Harry is making valid points, like, logical points, and she's, like, dissuading him just because she wants to almost i i actually think she has more ground to stand on in the seventh one i think she makes really valid arguments in the seventh one she makes valid arguments but it gets to a point again where the evidence is mounting and she still refuses to see it well i well what she says and i know we'll get into it again is like one she was like we tried to make Godric's Hollow like we did the same thing with Godric's Hollow and then it like fucked us over right and then then her other main thing was like that all is that could all be true but like Dumbledore wanted us to focus on this specific task and that's what we should be focusing on kind of right I guess my anger really should be placed at 
Dumbledore because Dumbledore left these like breadcrumbs and knowing how Hermione would react like and how Harry would react and I think it's so stupid and I get so angry I'm like could you have not used like invisible ink or something Jesus Christ Dumbledore Uh, uh. right um just really I get frustrated when people don't believe someone when they have a hunch yes I thought it was kind of a low blow on Harry though to compare Hermione to the ministry I think she deserved it in that moment see I I'm will always be Hermione's biggest defender um I just think that Harry is being like we know reading it now that Harry was right but like Hermione has been by Harry's side through so much and has always been the one believing him so I feel like it's a lot for her to like go against Harry's gut like in all of the other books she's like a big supporter of Harry she stands by him when Ron doesn't like I I know I know, and I'm not talking about past performance. I'm talking about right here where Harry is. But yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I don't get why she's putting up this strong a stance about it because Harry has literal evidence. Like there's, it's really hard to mince those words, what he heard. Like until then, I give Hermione the benefit of the doubt because they had no proof. But that, what they heard earlier in the summer coupled with Harry being like, I heard them with my own ears say this. Like, Malfoy all but said, look at me, I'm a Death Eater. Ha, 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 don't help. Yeah. You know? I mean, I agree with you that right now, especially, like, Harry does have all the evidence that I need to believe that Malfoy is up to something. But I'm also, like, not so angry with Hermione. Also, like, Hermione followed him to the ministry and that was a mistake. And so she's like broken a little bit from that possibly. I don't know. Like it's not obviously explicit, but like, I don't know. I I she's earned her right to disagree with him. Yeah. I, I'm, I mean, she always has the right to disagree with him. I just think <laughs> Harry has the right, like she's a human being with her own thoughts and decisions. Yeah. I just also think Harry has the right to call her out. <laughs> like I, she, like upset about the comment, like they move on and have, yeah, to- that's what I, we're getting more upset about it than they did about either comment. Like right. they were just like, Oh yeah, the ministry sucks. Right. Can you believe the minister sucks? I just love that. They have this little bitch fight about <laughs> how shitty the minister is <laughs> after it. But I like, I was like, you go Harry when he said not the comment about the ministry, but when he was like, you'll eat your words you don't believe me but I will be right and then you'll wish that you had and he's not and he's not wrong he's not wrong but he's not right about every single thing is the other thing so he is right about all of the things that he's supposed to be right about like he's only wrong about Snape but Dumbledore is trying really hard I guess to make Harry think that Snape is not good at the end of the book I like with him, like, kind of always following his gut, which is, like, what makes Harry Harry. Um, I, I would say he's right, like, 88, 89% of the time, like. Right. But there are times where he's been wrong, so it's, like, 
I think it's obvious, obviously for the book, it's like good that we have somebody who respects him disagreeing with him. Right. It's just annoying that we have everybody who respects him disagreeing with him and we know he's right. Yeah. That's the only, I just get annoyed by that. I don't know why it's such a weird point of contention with me. And I mean, especially when he starts having um, Dobby and Creature following Malfoy, like, I don't remember then where Hermione, like, she obviously doesn't start helping him, like, do, like, I mean, he goes into full obsession where he's, like, stalking Malfoy. yes. Yeah. Um, but I don't remember where, when, if she changes. I know that she does, when Harry leaves with Dumbledore, he's like, follow Malfoy. And she does. Like, she listens to Harry. Yeah. That, but I don't remember if there's like a turning point before that. I also think a lot of this anger I'm feeling is not aimed towards Hermione. And it is aimed towards Dumbledore later. And I'm like, combining the two right now because later I have some words for Albus but um but yeah I just was kind of annoyed by Hermione that's literally what my note says I I get a little annoyed I just thought that by being like you're just like the ministry was like yeah that's a low it is you're right it is a low blow I will concede I did appraise him for that other line, but I don't think he needed to go as far as you're just like the ministry because that's glad, not that's not true. I'm glad she didn't take it too hard, um, but I was like, whoa. <laughs> yes, but I and then my next note says I'm glad that the fight doesn't like become a fight. They just start, yeah, you know, uh, being. Uh, brought together by a common enemy as it were because Hermione is just like a real friend here when she's like after everything that happened last year like that's exactly when you really want to like shit on something and someone says like can you believe and they're like oh my god no way and they just keep I mean, it's literally the same anger I felt in the last chapter when I was, like, getting so heated about that. Yes, I thought about that. I was like, they are you right now. Like, can you believe this? (laughs) I said, poor Seamus really does suck at magic, huh? (laughs) Yikes. He's not good at it. The spell that he's trying to do doesn't seem that hard. He's literally just trying to make water, like, spew out beautifully like a fountain. And he's going to flood the classroom. Um, well, I had a quick note on Juan Juan and Lab Lab. Go on. A, a negative Ron comment. I don't know those. I have, I'm not familiar with that concept. A negative Ron comment? Yeah, this is sarcasm. <laughs> um, okay, do you think that right before winter break, Ron and Lavender slept together, and now he's like, I'm over this relationship? I don't think they had sex. Oh, I I do. You do? Yes! I don't 
know about that. But okay, it could just be because we're reading these books and so they would never like say that they hooked up, hooked up. Right. But Ron would have immediately told Harry. So, oh. in, so in my head, it's like not possible because I'm like, I would have gotten a full page of Ron being like, Harry, guess what happened? <laughs> I mean, I think in the context of the book, it's just like he's had this time away from her. And now he's like, oh, she is really annoying. But yeah. I'm in like a shitty like, oh. I got kind of what I wanted. Now I'm over. Yikes. That makes Ron like way worse actually than. Oh yeah. No, it was like a really negative comment on Ron. I would say like more like disillusioned maybe. I don't know. I think if Lavender, like if they had sex, I think Ron would be more interested in her. I think he'd be more interested in staying honestly. having more sex. Yeah. Um, maybe. Yeah, I, I, this is not founded on anything. This was just my... No, it's an interesting thought, though, because, um... Because he kind of... I just, I just always think Ron's a virgin until Hermione finally agrees to have sex with him. (laughs) In my canon. (laughs) But... His flower. Yeah, but in my head, I, in a lot of the times, she's not a virgin. So I guess that is... Like, I think she goes and visits Crumb or something. For sure. For show. So I, I think you're right. I think it makes sense that Lavender and Ron have sex. I just, I ne- I literally have never thought about it until you said that right there. Because I just have such a visceral image of Ron being like, I need to tell you every detail. And Harry being like, Nate, please don't. <laughs> I mean, there's six- at a boarding school right I mean it makes it makes total sense you're right I just I don't know why my filthy brain never went there you know that lavender was on top (laughs) (laughs) yep we do in my head I'm you've seen wedding crashers right no really you know who I am with comedy. Okay, well, there's Isla um, Fisher's character and Vince Vaughn's character are, like, hooking up during the movie. And, like, Isla Fisher is, like, putting on this, like, act of, like, being, like, a total psycho crazy person. Yeah. And Vince Vaughn is, like, half the time she's, like, got him in handcuffs, like, and then we'll just like leave and like take down his pants and then like just leave him there. Why is she doing that? She's having fun with him. <laughs> um, but anyway, it just that reminds me of like Lavender and Rock. <laughs> yes, this makes sense. When you said she is pretending to be like a psycho person, I thought like for the plot, she had to pretend to be this person and this was part of her act. No, that's why I was confused. She keeps saying, like, she's a virgin and stuff like that to him. And, like, she's, like, crying. She's like, you, this is so special. You (laughs) took a virginity. This is hilarious. Maybe I need to watch Wedding Crashers. Yeah, and then, like, later, she's like, I'm not a virgin. I just thought guys liked that. And, like, she's like, it's so... She's wackadoo, and I love every second of it. Uh, I do love her as an actress. I think she's so fun. Um, and I I think Vince Vaughn is a great um, comedian. He's one of my yeah. favorites. But 
it I don't know if the movie itself like holds up that well (laughs) (laughs) oh no like it's fine I guess I don't remember enough of it but I'm assuming based on the year it came out uh, I'll I'll, I'll watch it with that in mind like with a grain of salt yeah um Uh, before I get mad at Dumbledore I do think it's sweet that he gets all teary about Harry's loyalty oh yeah I think that's so sweet that moment um I had one quick note that like how is it possible that not more people have done side-along apparition well that's (sighs) With this whole app, well, we already talked about it. I guess we like landed on it was like it's hard to do. I guess. Yeah, I have. I have. I have such doubt. I have such doubt. But they do it all next book. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I don't know why it doesn't really track or make sense. Yeah. Anyway, but yes, I'm at the Dumbledore stuff. Um. Okay, so <laughs> my note says, is Dumbledore stupid? Like, he knows Harry won't leave it there. I also hate, so what I am referring to is when Harry confides in Dumbledore about what he overheard, Dumbledore is like, ah, doesn't seem like anything you need to worry about. Seems like a lot of nothing, don't you, Harry? And then Dumbledore is like, um, I'm a really intelligent person, Harry, so I did hear you, and trust me when I tell you that it's nothing. Like, he belittles Harry for telling what he knows to be the truth, which I was so pissed about. I was like, there's no need to talk down to him like that. That's a really ugly side of you, Dumbledore, when you use your intelligence like that. It really, like, rubbed me the wrong way. I didn't like that tone. I... I didn't really take it as belittling, but let's put in a clip. <laughs> um. Not of great importance, repeated Harry incredulously. Professor, did you understand? Yes, Harry, blessed as I am with extraordinary brain power, I understood everything you told me, said Dumbledore a little sharply. I think you might even consider the possibility that I understood more than you did. Again, I am glad that you have confided in me, but let me reassure you that you have not told me anything that causes me disquiet. Yeah, I just... It it just felt a little... not good. Yeah, I mean... And it's, it's on the back end of the fact that Dumbledore knows he's right. And also, this is the worst way to deal with Harry. So, like, with all of your high intellect, Dumbledore, you had to know that this was not going to convince Harry to stop. I think that um, he's, like, so frustrated with Harry because he's, like, trying to really get him to, like, follow, like, what he's trying to teach him. He's like, I'm bringing you here for, like, a really specific reason like I want to teach you all this stuff um and Harry just like is 
totally focused on the wrong thing. And like Harry spending all this like time and energy, honestly, it doesn't end up helping like that he does all of what he does. Like, well, if Dumbledore had said, I've got the Malfoy situation under control. I know what it is. I have Snape on it. Then Harry, I think, would have stopped. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he would have because I think I think he would have stopped obsessing over it, though. I think the more people tell him that it's not true and there's nothing going on, the more he obsesses over it. I think I think both. Because he thinks that he has to play the hero and solve it because no one else is because no one believes him. I I mean, I agree that it's making it worse, but I also think if Dumbledore, like, admitted it and was, like, it's being handled, Harry would still need the, to know, like, what exactly was happening and would still be involved. Right, but that then I think Dumbledore can pull rank. So this is how the conversation could go. Yes, Harry. Um... I looked into Malfoy earlier when you suggested it, and I have Snape handling the situation. That is what you overheard. Let me and Snape deal with the Malfoy issue in a way that can keep everyone safe. You need to focus on what I'm teaching you. Harry interrupts, but Dumbledore, Harry, I'm going to have to pull rank here and say that I have it handled. And then he can be a little bit belittling because Harry is then assuming the Dumbledore can't fix a situation, which Dumbledore is equipped to fix. Because right now, Dumbledore is belittling Harry for saying that, like, acting like Harry can't figure out this mystery when he's proven that he can five other times. And that is unfounded. But Harry being presumptuous to believe that he can fix a situation that Dumbledore can't is warranted of some belittling. Like, it's Dumbledore. I think, yeah, I mean, I think you just did an excellent rendition of what should have happened, but I still think Dumbledore is, like, saying it in a Dumbledore way, like... Right, which is annoying. I hate when he does this. He doesn't want to show his cards because he also, I think, this is my projection, is that he doesn't know yet what's going to happen with Malfoy. So he's like maybe still thinking like he's going to bring Malfoy over. Like he really just doesn't want him involved in what could or could not happen, especially knowing what Snape's going to have to do at the end of this book. That makes total sense. But like Dumbledore, Harry's not a piece, a chess piece for you to play. He is. Yeah, but... To Dumbledore, but Harry, but Dumbledore's frustrated because Harry's not behaving like a chess piece. Harry's behaving like a person who, like Harry. So Dumbledore is just like, really, honestly, I feel like this is a weakness at this point where he like really underestimates and seems like he doesn't know Harry, which he fully does. He knows this is not the way to handle this situation with him. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I think you're right. Like, he should have a better way of, like, still remaining. Like, if he wants to keep everything hush-hush and a secret or whatever, like, there has to be a better way to deal with Harry. Because, yeah, he knows that this is going to make Harry go after it more. And I don't know if he's saying it because he's like, fine, whatever. Like, keep going after Malfoy. Like, I don't care, but I'm not going to talk to you about it. I don't know. It's, 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 it's funky. It smells funky and I don't like it. But I do think that he is like definitely frustrated that like Harry's not really taking the the lessons that seriously. I think Harry is, 
I think Harry is taking the lessons seriously. He just doesn't care about them as much as the Malfoy thing because he's got a hero complex and that seems very immediate and nobody's believing him. Right. I'm not saying that Harry's yeah. a bad person for not taking them as seriously, but like I like in like a couple of chapters, like Dumbledore like yells at him for not getting the memory, like or not even like really spending time getting the memory. Cause he's thinking about Malfoy. <laughs> Like, I obviously think Dumbledore should be doing things differently, but, like, I'm also kind of, like, Dumbledore. Yeah. I'm just, I'm getting a little annoyed with him at the Mo. I think that's totally fair and valid. I don't know why I'm in such a mood. Well, I'm also, like, playing, like, devil's advocate here. I'm, like, being very protective of Harry, my sweet boy. I don't know why. Yeah, you're very triggered by... Harry stuff right now I don't know what that's about I mean I never am to the same degree you are I just like love Harry so much I don't know why <laughs> like <laughs> I was uh, more um upset for him last chapter with the ministry <laughs> I was upset about that too but I was so proud of him that it like overshadowed my like sadness for him surprise surprise Voldemort wasn't a hat stall <laughs> that's my next note about how they're like and he was sorted into Slytherin with the hat barely touched his head I'm like yeah no duh I'm glad we kind of got some clarity on the situation with Dumbledore being like no I didn't tell the other professors but then Harry is like but you didn't um like you were keeping an eye on him and so like Harry is paying attention right that's what I'm saying I don't mean he's like oh fuck these lessons but he is like you just said he is prioritizing the Malfoy thing over that oh for sure of course he is um and then I did a rendition of oh Myrtle is a mad woman because this part made me sad about Myrtle also like Dumbledore is very um non not emotional about that at all he's like yes a student died like he and he and he murdered a student she has a name it's myrtle yeah which you know about like yeah she lives in the bathroom she remained as a ghost (laughs) because she was so bullied at your school i thought what if I focused on a very odd line to be like, what the fuck, Dumbledore? <laughs> Such a Slytherin thing he said. Um, when he was, like, talking about hunting down the memories. Yeah. He was like, after tracing those few who could be tricked into speaking. Dumbledore. I mean, he is savage. I really, truly think he's a Slytherin. You think Dumbledore is a Slytherin? I see it. I think you're right, though. He has aspects of every house. And they come out in different ways. I think he uses a lot of his Slytherin now as he's trying to figure out the whole... But I guess he's been doing that for years. So maybe he is just a Slytherin. I don't know. And that whole power thing was very Slytherin. I think if we use like he could, he could, he's a burnt Gryffindor with Slytherin everything else. Yes. 
Like, I think the Ariana thing, like, broke his Gryffindor spirit and the Grindelwald. Oh, for sure. What a sad boy. What a sad, sad boy. But this, when does that Ariana stuff happen? That's after Hogwarts, he right? He had just graduated from. Right, right, right. Because he was mad he couldn't go to Europe. Right. So, yeah, he's burned. That boy burned, Okay. think it's smart of Tom to use parcel tongue even though he looks just like his muggle papa yes but you know no one ever said Voldemort was like an idiot no one did ever say that I really I actually really like this memory it's probably my favorite other than the orphanage one yeah I like this memory too it's It's kind of dark it's very dark though it's really insightful I think this says a lot about Voldemort in this memory. Right. And then um, I said Morphin has such, like, an interesting written accent. Like, the way that J.K. Rowling wrote him is just, like, very interesting. You know exactly who he is, what class he is. You know, it's... and And he's asking... And I don't know enough about the accent to know if that's just the way the accent is where everything sort of ends almost like a question but it also kind of fits in with like the abuse of his father like I can't say anything for sure because I don't want to like go against anything dad says it was like even of the very few words we get of him uh I thought it was just like well-written interesting character little peak and then it makes it sad later when you figure out what was done to him even though he wasn't like Dumbledore says he wasn't a great person that's no way to die right um to be framed for murders of muggles and then to die in Azkaban right him and Sirius should talk just kidding (laughs) so so rough but it's similar um yeah it's a little bit it's similar to how Hagrid's um like words are written like you're um like I think it's supposed to just be like kind of like lower lower class yeah um but yeah the question that's yeah I I noticed that too that you know he says statements with like isn't it or like ain't that right kind of thing yeah like the first thing that uh uh that Tom asks is are you uh where is Morphin or whatever who are you who are you and he says I'm I'm Morphin ain't it and I or something like that yeah or where's Margolo dead died years ago didn't he yeah like it's very like he doubts himself yeah and then when the I don't know I know there's a lot of just um in Britain like the accents are very indicative of like where you're from and it carries a lot so it might be an homage to one of the, like... Um, I'm sure it is, like, one of the lower class, like, what would be, you know, equivalent to, like, white trash in America. Yeah. But I don't know uh, if the question thing is from that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think the Riddle family in general is a great tragedy of the series that not a lot of people are talking about. 
I really actually love that we get this full circle closure on it. Yeah. We maybe would have assumed it was Voldemort. I don't know. It wasn't ever explicitly said in the fourth one, but like the whole Frank Bryce thing and Mm -hmm. all of it was just so um, interesting. So well done. Sad. Very sad. Um, this is the trace we're always like trying to figure out this age trace business yeah we get a little bit of clarity which was good but it still doesn't answer like the Dobby stuff I feel like well it it, it does wait what do you mean like how did Do- like Dobby would have had to make his magic seem like it was an underage person doing magic no what Dumbledore is saying here is clarifying that. So what Dumbledore is saying is that they have a trace that can show when an under when any when magic is being done, basically. But so, only when an underage person is doing magic. Yes, but the trace doesn't work if it's in if the underage person is in the presence of an adult wizard doing magic, or in Harry's case, Dobby doing magic. So, it, like, the trace doesn't work if, like, uh, because they expect, like, the adult, that's what they're saying about, they expect the adult wizards to, like, manage their own house. So that right. if they live I mean, there. It's only supposed to track if an underage person does magic, and Dobby's not an underage person. Right, but I think it tracks Harry as an underage wizard, anyone doing magic around Harry, because he's the only magical person at that residence. Yeah, but like lots of people do magic there. Not at his house. Yeah, Arthur does in the fourth one. Tonks does in the fifth one. Oh, I see what you're saying. I think it. I think Dobby made it seem like, and I don't know. That's that's I don't, the only thing. I I think it must be that they can trace where the. I don't know. I don't know. I think, it, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I that, just don't know. I think it does explain. Can we, can we, can we read that s- section a little bit? I just want to piece it out what Dumbledore okay. says. Okay. How, but how come the ministry didn't realize that Voldemort had done all this morphin? He was underage at the time, wasn't he? I thought they could detect underage magic. You are quite right. They can detect magic, but not the perpetrator. You will remember that they were blamed that you were blamed by the ministry for the hover term that was in fact cast by Dobby, growled Harry. This injustice still rankled. Uh, so if you're underage and you do magic inside an adult witcher wizard's house, the ministry won't know. They will certainly be able, be unable to tell who performed the magic. They rely on the witch and wizard's parents to enforce their offspring's obedience while within the walls. But that still doesn't really make sense when the ministry had been like, oh, somebody underage used magic at Morphin's house? See, I think it's the way that I'm saying it is. That's th- that it's based on, like, anybody doing magic around an underage person would, like, trigger the trace. So if it's a wizard's house, it's just not really traced as heavily. It's not, like... It's not... Monitor system they've got. It's a bad system, and I think it's J.K. Rowling has also written a bad system. I think it doesn't really make sense. So I think you're right that it doesn't make sense. But I do think what she's trying to say here is that 
anybody who does magic around an underage witch or wizard would trigger the thing. So I guess they would know that Harry had other adult wizards in that house. And so that magic wouldn't be traced. It doesn't make sense. You're right. It doesn't make sense. Or just that... I was thinking like maybe they registered, like maybe they got like a, oh, an underage person used magic. Oh, but this is a an adult wizard's house. This is for Morphed. So they yeah. don't look into it. But because he was just implicating a murder, you would think that they would maybe be like, oh, wait, there was like unusual activity here. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm like 10% surprised that Voldemort kind of like betrayed his like only family that was like on the Slytherin side. Like I, like 90% like Voldemort doesn't have like a circle of people and like he doesn't know Morphin, but like, I I think that like the whole Slytherin heritage is like important to him. I think he's embarrassed about who they are though. Like he can tell that Morphin's not like a powerful or like, well-renowned wizard I think he just and he still has all of that like anger for his mother so I think just like he wants to be his own person yeah and he doesn't like kill also he also doesn't want people knowing where he came from so I think basically like getting rid of any evidence that he is not like a pure blood fantastical wizard you know And he doesn't kill him. I mean, obviously he's using him, but like, I think he was just like, you can be useful to me, I guess. Right. But like, I don't know. He also like clearly doesn't care. Like he doesn't care about people. He cares about collectibles and objects because he's a sociopath. So like he probably, even though it's his last living relative, he's like, I don't care. It's like with Snape, like you were my loyal follower but like as soon as you don't have you have a way that you can be useful i'm sorry you have to die yeah i like that the physical memory of slughorns is so resistant to even coming out of the bottle right i thought that was a cool detail it is why is slughorns memory so badly tampered with I don't know. Like, did he have to do it in a rush? Like, it is so obvious that this is not the actual memory. Like, at least in the movie, they make they don't make it seem as, like, glitchy as it is described in the book. I assume it must be, like, obviously very difficult magic, but I also assume that Slughorn is a very skilled wizard. Right. And, well, I think it's a little bit, like, okay, Dumbledore, here, like, kind of a fuck you to Dumbledore. (laughs) Right, like, you wanted it, here you go. Have fun with that. Right. Um. I love a mirror of this, like, Voldemort saying like saying after to ask this question and then Harry does it like yes I love that too but it also annoys me that Harry does it in the exact same way it's like could you be any more obvious you're a terrible spy it reminds me of Chamber of Secrets and I was trying to remember was that in the book or was it just in the movie where Dumbledore is like is there anything bothering you oh 
Uh, I think it's just movie, but I really like Yeah, it's really good the way they do it in the movie, that juxtaposition of the two scenes. Yeah. Dumbledore gives Harry the task. That's my last note. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't have any more notes. I also didn't have a quiz question. I have one. Mostly because I forgot. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy, Hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. Oh, I have one. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, which professor does Tom ask if they're retiring? Um, Mary Tether, Mary something. You're very close. Oh, uh, Professor Merriweather, Mary Feather. You're so close. What is it? Professor Mary Thorpe. Thorpe. Well, I know that he says, like, I want Professor Mary Thorpe's old office or something. Yeah. Um, it's a second mention for that professor. Yeah, second. How much does it cost to do um, the apparition lessons? Uh, 12 pounds. Alex. I mean, sorry, galleons. Yes. <laughs> My head is like 12 galleons. Pounds. I literally had a brain, like, fart, I guess. 12 pounds, you know. They use muggle currency for apparition lessons. That's more than Merope got for the necklace. Oh, stop. You know how I felt about that. Um, right. Points? I gave it a solid 75. I gave it 72. Yeah. This was, a down this was a downer of a chapter compared to some of the other ones we've had. I agree. We're about to have an upper, I think. Like, the next one's exciting. You know, when Ron almost dies. Yeah, it's exciting. Oh, the other thing I was going to say about that was that I think it was rumored. I know after the fact it was, but like, I think during the books, it was rumored that Ron was going to die um, in the series. Yes, because so that, was, that was her plan. I know, but I, I think it was rumored at the time. And then she like literally said it later. But mm -hmm. I think I was a little bit nervous that like, this was it or it was a foreshadow that it was going to happen oh that's fair that's fair I don't think I followed like the gossip around what was gonna happen because I missed that one I think I I remember somebody was we were we were talking about it because like Cedric died in the fourth one Sirius dies in the fifth one and so we started then we started saying like who do we think is going to die from here on out and like we kind of figured someone was gonna die at the end of this book I don't think I was gonna guess Dumbledore although the writing is all over the fucking wall yeah <laughs> um and then the seventh one I was like I'm sure like one or two people will die so that was rough a rough one rough I was not prepared for the seventh right? nothing could have prepared me for the seventh one I mean I appreciate 
in one sense that like it would have been like wholly inaccurate to be like no one that we knew. no one died in this war made up of like a, that's this small amount of people I I I I appreciate it but I'm also like it's still it, my childhood it wrecked me it fully wrecked me I so. think that George or Fred's death was one too far I agree. I don't think Fred needed to die. I think that was just for dramatic effect. So I, I think that we could have done without Fred dying. I think A. Weasley needed to die, though. Right. It should have been Percy. Well, that would have been too easy. No. He could have had a good redemption. Like, it could have been right after he, like, goes and fights for the good side, then he dies. That's a great death for Percy. And it doesn't kill us as much as Fred does. Well, right. Yeah. But I, I still would have rather that had happened. Um, who was your rat, Alex? Oh, I forgot to do this part. I actually didn't have a rat or a champ for this chapter. I just like skin. I guess my rat will be Dumbledore. Um, I was but like, actually, probably like Voldemort, like Tom Riddle. Oh, yeah. Fine. Yeah, that's a good one, Voldemort. I think Voldemort should be rat for killing muggles and framing his only relative. <laughs> um, and then what about a champ? Mm. <laughs> I was very annoyed on everybody. I was annoyed at everyone, clearly. So. You weren't annoyed there. <laughs> yeah, but I don't feel the need to give him, like, champ, what is that, like, three di- weeks in a row? Uh... Yeah, so I just, I will do two rats. I'll do Dumbledore and Tom as rats and avoid doing a champ this week. Yeah, I didn't have, I couldn't think of anyone, but my tattoo would, again, I guess be the ring. I feel like we use that one a lot, but. I think my tattoo this week is going to be the quote. That you like the famous quote. The famous quote. Um, yeah. All righty. Stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum 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 bum.